Welcome to the Binge Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Jonathan. And this is episode four. American Airlines, your neighborhood's worst airline. Welcome to a very, very special episode of The Binge. I'm so excited about this one. Usually we take stories that are undercovered throughout the world and expose them to you. Today we're doing something that we've never done before. We are breaking a brand new, never heard before story. Yeah, this is completely original and new for us. Because if you've been following us, we don't really talk about the other people we traveled with. We actually traveled with two close friends from school. A friend named Evan and a friend named Colin. And this is about what happened to Colin. Yes, so our original plan was to all walk across Ireland together, and then Mike and I were going to use that couple's pass we mentioned in episode one to explore the the rest of Northern Europe, while Evan was going to stay in the English-speaking part of Europe, and Colin was going to go to Istanbul. Right, and you'll remember Colin, we talked about in episode three, he's the one who drew that line across Ireland, and the rest of us said, yeah, we'll walk it. And that was that plan that led to you know, all those spreadsheets for the, the pubs in episode three. So Colin was sort of a mastermind of this trip. And it was an important trip for Colin because at the end of it, he was going to Turkey. And this was Colin's dream. Yeah, and this is something that Colin had worked for, saved for, and it was the only time really in his life where he had the time to go see the sites in Turkey he wanted to see. And well in advance, almost a year in advance, Colin booked this ticket, uh, this plane ticket to Turkey from Vienna, where he was going to be coming from, and, and then from Turkey to Washington, yeah, he bought this in, in August, right before we went back to school, and we took this trip at the end of February, beginning of March. Yeah, it was so, it was mid March, and, and Colin did this through uh, American American Airlines, your neighborhood's worst airline. As well. Yeah, so if you've been following us, with which hopefully all of you have, you'll know that we're sort of breaking stories about different cultures around the world that we've run into and different problems. But this is sort of a specific problem that we thought deserved an entire episode. Yes, and to be clear, we're not anti-America here. We're just anti-American airlines. And we want to make that very clear, because I know we're we're really skewing European and and making this more of an international podcast because we're trying to cover those stories you haven't heard. But this is purely anti-American airlines. Right. This is like a giant negative Yelp review. And believe me, I think you want to stay with us for the whole time, because it draws on some bigger problems across the world that are are just infuriating. Yeah, and what you hear might be shocking. So if you have any children who are nearby, maybe maybe turn off the podcast and, and listen to If you're on the subway, just there. make sure you're holding on to something because you're gonna get a little little jolt. a little angry. If you're carrying a tray of glasses, you're probably gonna drop them. So let's get started here. Let's talk about what happened to Colin. So Colin's on this dream vacation. He's with us in Ireland and he wants to go over to Turkey and later. He has on. his tickets all booked. He is and Colin, if you've met him Super responsible young lad. So he reads his Twitter feed every morning. He's up on the BBC News alerts. So when we're over there is right around when the Brussels attack happens. And a lot of really scary things are happening in the world. Yeah, and And I think think we need to rewind. I think we need to rewind a little bit and, and say that right as we left for the trip, even before the Brussels attack, there was an attack in Ankara, Turkey. There was. And it was a quite a deadly attack. And several people, all tourists, in a, in a bus uh, died through this, through this bombing. Yeah. And this is obviously not the first bombing that we, we've heard of. 
And, you know, each one is extremely disturbing in its own right, but this was right before we left and right to a destination that we knew Colin was going to. So our ears were up. And Colin had decided, very rightfully so, that, you know, these bombings happen everywhere now is a threat, and that shouldn't stop someone from seeing the city of their dreams. So he was still going to go, and he thought this out, and it was a responsible choice. But, you know, we were definitely alert to what was going on in the world when we were traveling. Of course, and then there was that fateful day when we were in Middleton. Yeah, so we wake up in Middleton, we all check our Twitter feeds, Yes. and there's some bad news. There's some bad news, and and a, a huge bomb had gone off in the tourist center of Istanbul. Yeah, so if you'll remember, this is the one that went off right in the public market, and a, just a huge death toll. And this really started to scare a lot of us. I mean, this is, you know, you can't avoid the tourist areas in Istanbul because they're some of the most beautiful sites in the entire world. And so Colin was really torn. And rightfully so. His family was worried. We were worried. We, we, were, were, off to, worried. we were off to other parts of Europe that weren't necessarily safe at the time, but, you know, a little bit safer than, than Istanbul may have been. But th- this this attack really scared us. Yeah, and just a little background on Turkey in general, if you're not aware. You have that same threat that you had in Brussels, where you have ISIS uh, making threats to hit all the major cities in Europe, which does include Istanbul, which is a city, for those of you who don't know, that's half in Europe and half in Asia, but yet is con- considered fairly European in its culture. And it has a nice mix of nice mix of Middle East as well in there. Really a good culturally rich town. But you're not only getting this these ISIS threats, which did claim one of the bombs that went off in Turkey, but another group that put laid claim to a few of the bombs that went off in Turkey at the time, which we don't really have time to cover the entire history of the bombs because that's really not the main theme of the episode. But uh, the Kurds are another group that are present in Turkey that aren't present uh, elsewhere in Europe that's re- really made Turkey a very dangerous place to travel. And in fact, we found out the day after we were in Middleton that the U.S. State Department issued a travel warning telling all U.S. citizens not to go to Turkey. Right. So this is actually something that everyone should do if they, if you travel. You can log on to the State Department's website and actually fill out a very simple form. And it alerts the State Department sort of to where you're traveling and what your emergency contact is if you're abroad. So we all log on to the State Department uh, we are all, you know, reading the warnings that come out. And the State Department at this time said, Europe, very risky. We were still going to continue with our trip. It's something we thought about a little bit. Um, but Turkey itself started looking like a bigger risk because Jonathan was saying there's, you know, so much going on there. And the, this attack in the market really scared us. And this was in Middleton. And we left Middleton and we later got to Kilgarvin where things got even worse. Exactly. Would you like to talk a little more about that, Mike? Yeah, so this is, we, we got to Kilgarvin, and, and that's where, you know, there was the second attack in a little while, and Colin started getting nervous. He And, and we finished getting nervous. We, we were probably more nervous than he was about all of this, and really encouraging him to, to change his travel itinerary. Right, and, and, and so I remember sharing a room with Colin that night, and we were talking about all of the countries that you think about when you think of sort of big risks right now, even though we're just sort of saying that everywhere is sort of a risk right now. But Israel actually popped into my mind. I said, said, you know, people go to Israel every year because you're just not going to miss that trip, even though there's such a high risk and such a high volume of attacks there, people still go. So maybe you should still go. But 
as Jonathan said, we were really just fed up with the risk at the time here. And, and we thought ultimately that he'd have another shot. So maybe there was this Israel parallel for me, but I, you know, ultimately we talked it through and said, you'll find another time. Let's just not go. So really yeah, and, difficult. And, and it's very different than Israel too, because Israel has all of this incredible security that Turkey just doesn't have in place. And yeah. you, you can read articles. Even I saw one two days ago that came out about how the EU is now sanctioning Turkey because they're not having adequate anti-terror measures set up. Right, right. So they just don't have. That's what I mean. That's a great point because Israel's been dealing with it for so long, and Turkey just doesn't have the infrastructure. So. Colin comes to the the very hard decision that you know the trip he's been planning for his whole life is not going to happen. Not at least not not at, at least not time. at least not now. Yeah. Um, so he picks up his phone and he calls American Airlines. So Colin had a trip planned to Istanbul and then he's flying from Istanbul through London through London and then eventually back home. He's from Texas originally. He was flying to visit his girlfriend in D.C. So his whole way home from our trip is booked on American Airlines through multiple flights. So Colin calls American and has a pretty simple request. He says, you know, everywhere, U.S. State Department, all the news networks, everyone's saying, don't go to Turkey. So I don't think I should go to Turkey. Can I reconnect my flight because of security reasons or pay for a connector flight to meet up with my flight in London to get home at the end of the trip. So it's worth laying the foundation that he knew that he was changing his itinerary and offered to sort of help out in just the transition. Well ahead of time. Well ahead of time. This is about a month ahead of time. About, sorry, sorry, about, about three weeks ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, about three weeks. Um, to get him to his connecting city in London. And he calls American Airlines. And they are utterly unhelpful. They not only tell him that they will not give him a discount or a free change of flight back home. But they tell him that he cannot catch his current flight from London. They told him that if he showed up in London to catch his connecting flight, yet did not show up in Turkey for the original part of his flight, that his seat will have been abandoned and he will not be able to board that flight in London. That's right. I think their direct quote to him was, security risks are the passenger's problem. You booked this flight. If you don't get on your first flight in Istanbul, we'll cancel your entire flight home. Now, let's lay out some groundwork for Colin. Colin has been a student for most of his life. He doesn't have huge cash reserves. This is a trip he's planned for, so he doesn't have the financial... budgeted very meticulously. He's one of the most fiscally conservative people that I know, so he doesn't have the means to buy a whole new flight home. So he's stuck in a and b in Ireland making the decision, do I go risk my life against the wisdom of everyone, most major governments in the world, his or, friends and his family. or do I get on my flight because I financially have to and American Airlines won't let me do anything else? Yes. So at the very least, we figured American Airlines should be giving him travel credit if they're right. not going to give him his money back. And we actually right. decided here at the binge that we were going to dig into this a little deeper. Yeah, and we, it's worth noting that we're very careful in the binge not to name companies. From the outset, we decided that we wouldn't bring news networks or different companies that we use for things unless you're officially sponsoring us into what we do here. But this one, dis, I mean, the name of this episode is just calling American Airlines out. Yes, and step one of the binge helping this effort 
is awareness. We're, we're hopefully making more people aware, and hopefully you can spread the word. That you just shouldn't fly American That Airlines. you shouldn't fly American Airlines. Step two is going to be we're actually about to make a call to American Airlines that hopefully will get their permission to play for you. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to pause right now, and hopefully when we come back, either you'll have heard a productive conversation or we'll be able to relay one to you. That's right. Let's take a listen. All right. So we're back. We just did the phone call. We just spent a good amount of time talking to American Airlines, or we should say listening to American Airlines. Some decent hold music at times, though. At times, and and a lot of advertisements. And I have to be quite honest with you, Mike. Um, They did not make me want to fly American Airlines anymore. No, I think that our, our current sentiment that we relayed to you earlier still stands. Still stands strong, and and we're going to boil that over half hour long down uh, to you, uh, about two minutes of clips right now. Yeah, we and had two conversations with two very nice individuals um, who didn't have any role in the initial gripe we have with American Airlines, um, but you can see that our problem was still not resolved at the end of our conversation. Yes, so... Enjoy this as much as you can. Again, uh, try not to be too appalled, but this is corporate America that we're dealing with. And, and this uh, is not us putting you on hold. This is them putting us on hold. Yes, and, and we'll spare you the full half hour of all of that. Hi, and thanks for calling American Airlines. Your call may be recorded and monitored to ensure high-quality service. Sorry, please tell me again what you're calling about. Like, I need to make a new flight reservation. Or, how can I make changes to a reservation I made online? Complaints. Go ahead. Refunds. What's the ticket number you're calling about? It'll be a 13 or 14 digit number. 0012. You said 0012129449978. Is that right? No. My mistake. What's the ticket number you're calling about? It'll be a 13 or 14 digit number. If it's been more than seven days, please resubmit your request to us at aa.com slash refunds. Do you need information about where to send your request? No. Okay, that's all the information I have for you today. If you've heard what you needed, feel free to hang up. Otherwise, you can say, check another refund. Or to do something else, say, main menu. Customer service. Just a moment. I'll get you over to someone who can help you. Thank you for holding. We apologize for the delay in answering your call. Please continue to hold. Are you planning a vacation? Information? Get flight arrival. Traveling is all about the connection. The American Airlines mobile app is a get up to the end of airline flight. In- Traveling the world, our loyalty. Treat yourself to a little extra. Thank you for holding. We apologize for the delay in answering your call. To speak to a representative, please continue to hold. Damage miles to redeem for travel. Thanks for calling American Airlines. It's Kyla. How may I help you? Hi, Kyla. Yes, I can help you. Hi, my name's Jonathan, and I'm here with my friend Mike. Um, we we had a we had a question uh, for American Airlines. Uh, just before uh, we ask it, I was just wondering if it's okay if we uh, record this conversation. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. 
fun. Thank you very much. We're calling because a colleague of ours was flying through Istanbul and because of security warnings, called you and asked to be rerouted and offered to pay for the leg of his flight to Heathrow in order to fly home. And American Airlines told him that security risks were a passenger's choice and that if he chose not to get on his flight in Istanbul, that his entire flight would be canceled. And that was against every security warning. This was back at the end of March. Yeah, so just obviously uh, you had nothing to do with this, but um, we, we called back in on March 18th was the first call because there had been multiple terrorist attacks in Istanbul. Um, and then we called the, called again on March 20th trying to uh, get American to change it, and eventually uh, we just had to buy a new flight altogether through American Airlines, actually, from Vienna instead because of the... Uh, just because it was too unsafe to go. So this is kind of just a last-ditch request to see if there was any way uh, our colleague could get some kind of either credit back or a refund or anything for that second flight he had to purchase, which ended up costing uh, $549.40. Okay. This is with International. I'll have to get you to the International Department to see if they can do anything to further assist him. Okay, thank you, Okay, Kara. thank you very much. You're welcome, Chris. You now have a great day. You too. Thank you for holding. We apologize for the delay in answering your call. <laughs> to speak to a representative, please continue to hold. Are you planning if you can complete your entire travel purchase with AA? Looking for flight information with your smartphone, laptop, or tablet? Traveling is all about I didn't sound funny enough on that one, but she was like, I'm so surprised. What's happening? I might want to take the lead. And then you have to be bad calculator. Airline Mobile App is available for Dallas. It's available for the Apple Watch. Now have your travel information accessible with just a glance at your wrist. Get up to the minute airline. So we're actually just calling today. Um, this is sort of a, a last effort. We have a colleague who called multiple times to try to get a refund on one of his flights. So he had a flight through Istanbul back in April. And because of security reasons, didn't want to uh, take that flight. And he was unable to get a refund from American Airlines. And so we were just calling uh, to see if it was possible to either get travel points for him um, or some sort of refund on that flight because he just didn't take it because of a lot of the security thefts that were happening at this time. And he was told initially that he couldn't get a refund. And we were seeing if there's any way that he could get something for that because he paid an addition, he paid an additional full flights cost in order to fly from Vienna instead because it was safer at the time. And there was a, and sorry, what did you say your name was? Martin? Martin, correct. Hi, I'm Jonathan, by the way. And I, and, and this, and I'm with Mike here. And, uh, and yeah, basically there was a the state U.S. State Department issued a warning not to travel to Istanbul. So we called back in March. Uh, we we called on March 18th and again on March 20th, and we were told that the passenger assumes the risk 
of that happening when when they buy, when they buy the flight, which which was bought about five months before the terrorist attacks and the warning from the State Department was issued. So we were just wondering, like kind of just a last ditch thing. Obviously, you had nothing to do with this at the time, but we have all of uh, our colleague Colin's information right here, and we were wondering if there was anything that could possibly be done. Um, about it because he ended up paying an extra $549.40. There's nothing that we can do about a refund and reservations. We have a website set up for a refund request. So they would go to that website to submit that request. It'll have to be looked into by our refund accounting department and they have final say on that. That's what they handle. We work on booking new reservations and changes to existing reservations, not refunds. Refunds are all handled through the refund request website and then ultimately to the refund department. Okay, and okay. if and if there's a problem through the refund request website, then there's a phone. There's people we can call about that uh, after finishing the online process. You know, if there's a problem with the website, then the other methods of communication are fax or regular mail. But okay. I just haven't seen a bulletin about the website being down, so there shouldn't be a problem with that. Okay, so so other than the website, there's no representative we could talk to in that department? There's no representative you could call in that department. Through the request on the website, you would put your contact information, or actually the passenger's contact information, and they can request a call from that department. They don't accept inbound calls, but okay. they are able to make outbound and, calls. And they have a fax number listed on the website? All right. Thank you for your help, Martin. Okay. Thanks for calling me again. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. So what can we take away from all of this, Mike? I think it's just infuriating that there's so much going on in the world, and there's a lot of coverage of it. The main stories, not you know the small great stories to cover at the binge, but these really big, scary stories like all of the attacks that go on, but then corporate America doesn't respond. And there's not the response and the come-to in the world that you wish you would have for it. Yeah, you kind of wish that you'd see more goodness in people. Or at least large companies that have the ability to really help people stay safe. I mean, this is a situation where someone had the wherewithal to check the emergency alerts, to log into the State Department, and to do the responsible thing and say, maybe I shouldn't do my dream vacation right now. And he was caught up in this terrible mess. So I I think it's just a giant alert to you know, if we're going to say in the U.S. that companies are people too, they should also have moral compasses. Yeah, and, and out of all airlines, I'd expect, especially American, you know, it, it has our, our country's name in it. You know, I'd expect yeah. American airlines to be to be responsive to terrorist threats. and uh, Not so patriotic to be, you know, not against terrorism. Yeah, so I, I hope more so than spreading the word about this podcast, I hope more so you spread the word of the evils of American airlines. Yeah, and I think it's it's valid to be called out when a company does something like this. Certainly when an individual does something like this, you hope that, that person gets called out too. So a little more serious in today's podcast, although we think all of our podcasts are very serious, but this one was really to get to the heart of corporate responsibility. Yeah, and, and I think maybe uh, some messages to, um, to American Airlines. I yeah, think- I mean, I think you had Colin and his whole family thinking, luckily Colin was safe, and he said... Ultimately, someday I'll be living in a big old city, and all you're ever going to be is mean. And I think that's exactly the right attitude you have to take when it comes to this. Because I'm a flying spirit from now on because they have a good spirit. Exactly. And, and, and who cares if, if the service is terrible and they charge you $2 for peanuts? They do not support terrorism. That's right. And 
And quite frankly, American Airlines, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. So, you know, shame on me now. You flew me to places I've never been, but it's really just not worth it. Absolutely not worth it if this is what's going to happen. So we hope that you take from this, you know, a little lesson in, in checking in on who you're flying with and who you're dining with and who you're traveling with. And what, and what clothes you're buying. And, and, and this is really a larger message. This isn't just about airlines. This isn't just about this plight of calling Kavanaugh, though we do hope you were able to empathize a little with that. Yeah, yeah. So check up on what your companies are doing. It's good to know. I mean, especially in the U.S. when they get so much, so much say. So, uh, yeah, always worth just a quick Google search or you know, maybe listen to a podcast. Yeah, so... Uh, hopefully that's just a, a small dip into that uh, that you can dive fully into on your own. And uh, once again, I think our time is up for the week, Mike. It is unfortunately up. But next week we have some really great stuff coming your way. You're going to hear all about the different stories we gathered discovering the hospitality industry abroad. So yes. we're going to talk about some Airbnbs, some hostels, maybe some age appropriateness with hostels and it's going to get super interesting yeah and 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 i think we'll all come away, away with that with a better understanding of what the future of hospitality holds and, and what what we're on the cusp of right now there's some cool stuff happening all right see you all next week thank you to all those who made this podcast possible JetBlue airlines British Airways, you lost our baggage, but you won our hearts. Wow Airlines, for being the worst airline that still isn't American. Delta Airlines, who also kind of sucks, but still is not American. Thank you to United Airlines, Southwest, Ryanair, Kevin McLeod for the music, and to Rick's American Cafe for their continued support. We'd like to thank our official sponsor, the United States State Department, for keeping everyone safe as they travel abroad. Go America, and make sure to follow us on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram at The Binge, and read our weekly updates. And if you like puzzles, be sure to submit an answer for the weekly update from either week one or week two, and we'll announce you on the next podcast. And if you're still listening to the podcast at this point, you should probably rate us on iTunes and give us a review so more people can find out about us and discover us who aren't just our family and friends. So a little postscript to that. Uh, sadly, we we did, of course, file the refund online. We, we knew how to do that. We knew that was the option. We already we had already done that. We did. I think it's worth explaining that Colin and his family at the time took all of the measures possible in the moment before the flight had happened. Uh, so these channels have been visited before. Yes, um, but we did file another complaint. We filed another complaint. So and we are still waiting to hear back. Right, so still waiting. Um, hopefully we do hear back on some good news for Colin. Thanks for binging. Stay full, team.